Hello and welcome to another episode of The Review Crew. My name is Jack. I'm here joined by Hattie and Dennis. Today we're going to be looking at the new album from Billie Eilish called Happier Than Ever. So, if you agree with what we're saying, give us a like, give us a follow, a subscription. If you don't like what we're saying, leave us a comment. Let us know what your opinion is, uh, and we'll be more than happy to have a chat about it, because I love replying to comments. I don't know about you guys, but I thoroughly enjoy it. So, let us know what you're thinking. Let us know how we're doing. Uh, I want to jump straight into some initial thoughts from you guys. So, Dennis, what was your immediate reaction to this album? Immediate reaction? I quite enjoyed it, and... Uh, as I listened to it more and more, I realized that really what was I, I was enjoying the most was Phineas's production. Um, I think he he he. I think he carries the album, to be honest. But yeah, what a rebuttal already? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I mean, so uh, I really enjoyed the album. Um, I, uh, you know, I, probably from the three of us, I would say I'm the one that's been more probably like the longest term fan of, of Billy from our conversations. I think she's, well, her and her brother are like a brush of fresh air in mainstream music. And, uh, you know, this album is chock full of, you know, interesting, diverse, you know, ideas. Um, just to push back on your point though, Dennis, as much as I think Phineas is a great producer and the album is, well, it's like the gold standard for me for like production and mixing when it comes to something that's minimalist, but also powerful. Um, I wouldn't say that it's loaded towards him because her the things she does with her voice are fucking amazing. Um, right. So I, I would refute your comment. I think I think they're, they're you know, as on equal footing for, for uh, you know, uh, producing what what makes this music enjoy, enjoyable. Mm. I want to just jump going. in on that. Uh, I think that I agree. One of the the best things about this album for me is uh, the way that she's using her voice now. I think that it's really developed, and I think that it's a very mature sounding album, uh, which has a lot to do with how she's using her voice in different ways. Now she's had this kind of uh, more, I would say, kind of introspective bit mellower mm. side in her previous works as well but that's really really at the forefront here and i think like it's it's it, I, I don't want to be like oh it's a new sound for her as an artist because obviously like it's always been there but like and now it's on the forefront how do yeah. you feel that this relates to previous work that she's put out yeah i, I yeah I, I definitely jump in on that i agree with you i think this album shows a lot more diversity than what she's done previously um both in terms of the music so, um, you know, when I look at her first album, I really enjoyed the majority of it was kind of, you know, I would even say like hip hop produced, hip hop influence production, you know, lots of like kind of trap beats, heavy, you know, heavy synths. Uh, and vocally, she, her style was predominantly uh, like a whispery, muted sound, but she has on a lot of these tracks as well. But on this album, the production's all over the place. There's acoustic guitar-led songs there's you know there's that bossa nova track which has a bossa nova mm. beat there's a there's a track i think it was goldwyn where she's doing like a, a a choral choir chant thing uh there's there's a rock track near the a track that's straight up like indie rock near the end i think it was 
was it Therefore I Am? No, sorry, the, the, the title track, Happier Than Ever, sorry, which is straight up kind of like noisy indie rock. And, and these are all sounds that she didn't really touch before. So I, I, I appreciate the diversity, but on the flip side, um, this album can come off as a collection of songs rather than the complete piece because of it darting in these different directions. So I think depending yeah. on what you want to go in to look for, it can either be cool, it, she's experimented with a lot of sounds, or it's not cohesive. And that depends on what you would prefer, I would say, as a listener. Yeah, for me, the more acoustic-led songs uh, was a bit of a letdown. I thought um, it, was, it was a really good opening to the album. The first sort of six tracks are, are really good and really stuck out to me. Um, mm. So uh, getting older is okay, but I didn't change my number. I thought it was great. Uh, Billy Bossanova, I thought was great. My Future, I thought th those were three powerful tracks right there. But then when it got to the more acoustic more songs, like Haley's Comet, uh, Not My Responsibility, um, Everybody Dies, which I really didn't like. Um, mm. I, 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 yeah, I, I was more turned off. I, I wasn't really paying attention. Those songs aren't really that memorable for me. It does pick up towards more towards the end. What I throwing it back at both of you, I guess you've already said, but what did you guys think? Because I thought it was uh, it was probably like a contentious track overall, the 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 not my responsibility one, because that track was literally just her spoken word, I guess, talking about her image and what people perceive her over like, you know, weird kind of pan synth going back and forth. That track stood out as as very different from the rest. Um, I know, obviously, Dennis, you've just said you weren't a fan of that. I mean, Jack, can you remember that one? Does that stand out to you? Yeah, I you think. I think kind of the the only way that I see it in any kind of negative light is that it's difficult for me to relate to yeah. as a man, as Same. someone who's not famous, as so like nobody gives a, a fuck what I look like, and like yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. not being judged by people for that. So like it 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 has otherworldly qualities in that I I can't immediately relate to it. But at the same like I enjoy superhero films, and I you know. I've got no relation to them either. So, like, as a piece of art, I actually I, I thought it was quite good, and I, yeah. I thought this was something that kind of was another point I picked up on. You're saying how the album's kind of a a, a collection of songs rather than a cohesive work, which is something we say about uh, quite a few albums. Um, mm. I picked out different aspects of her personality. It seems like a very personal project. Um, yeah. And I think that's reflected really, really well in the kind of diversity of the tracks. Uh, so you kind of mentioned it as a, as a bit of a negative. Dennis, what did you think about the kind of the sporadics got negative terms, but like the the varied styles that we had? I, think, I, I, I guess I guess just to go ahead, uh, like I didn't necessarily see it as a big negative, but I think it was maybe part, in fact, with the sequencing, we'd have a few tracks that maybe sounded the same and then it would go in a completely different direction. And then a few tracks that sounded, you know, as opposed to maybe maybe a building from like soft to heavy, or or you know what I mean, some kind of theme. Yeah, and and again, not that it was a big negative, just just if it's one of these things where if I was to pick something that maybe I might have done differently. But sorry, Dennis, sorry uh, to button. I, I didn't think it was. I wouldn't fault the album for that. I, I think it's fairly brave to put so many different kinds of styles to have acoustic songs right next to. Um, some produced tracks um, like that right, side by side, especially when you know that 
you know, you know your album is going to get millions of listens because Billie Eilish is just huge. Mm. Um, so I thought that I'm not I'm not so familiar with her, her back catalog though. Uh, Hattie, would you, would you say that the back catalog is more acoustic or is it more produced? Well, so I think she's only got one studio album debut before this, and then an EP. I might have listened to the EP once, but not fully and listened to the first album a lot. But the first album is definitely predominantly with one sound. So the tracks on this album that were more like hev heavier, synthy, you know, the ones that kind of had like hip hop beats and, and, and you know, where she's doing the whispery vocal kind of style. Yeah. That was pretty much all of the previous album. Right. Uh, maybe one or two acoustic -y tracks, but mm. like, you know, the fact that this album has like, you know, five acoustic -y or guitar led tracks. It's completely different that that, okay. that wasn't a, a like a dominant part of what, the, the one before it what i've kind of seen of of her as an artist um with that album and with also shows that she's done and stuff like that uh i i get the impression that she's had quite a, a musical upbringing in the sense of like traditional music and then obviously her and her brother were found like a way to work together and make something that is a bit unique but um she's my my impression of her to begin with for a long time because all i saw for a while was acoustic tracks and uh acoustic performances so i thought she was like really really down that side of the road and then i heard her album and it was completely like a flip of that you off, um, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, was, she was kind of like wolf alice more like an acoustic duo type situation i don't even want to talk about wolf alice man <laughs> 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 uh, okay, um, this leads us quite nicely into uh, the production of the album. So it's uh, it's a, a tall order to get something that has acoustic tracks and basically spoken word poetry and bossa nova tracks and uh, good quality pop and super dark, uh, grimy stuff and... Um, kind of organ-led almost Andre 3000 outcast sounding hip-hop inspired stuff together on an album does it work mm, I think individually as tracks yes is my opinion as a whole album I would love a reorder as Hadi says already I love a reorder but I, I, I would like to pair so a few of these songs up so we get little islands of sound rather mm. than jumping between them so much what do you guys uh, think i i agree uh, i agree i think maybe it would have done with a good old uh jack jack uh reordering classic um <laughs> record but, player special yeah just because <laughs> like i said I, I i do i definitely do place value in like thoughtful sequencing and, and and songs that kind of flow into each other which you did get once or twice but but um on this album it was a bit more sporadic but um you know when i look at the album as like uh you know on a track by track basis i think i liked all but two tracks maybe and being mm. that it's quite a long album 16 tracks you know 14 liking 14 of them that is a, a good fucking run for me i think the only tracks i didn't care for was oxytocin and nda i don't know if you guys had big opinions on that but um you know i, I pretty much liked or loved any, everything else so so the so the the fact there wasn't as much continuity didn't matter so much because I could play any track on its own and I'd be like, yeah, she's the shit. 
you know, this is this is awesome music, you know. So what? so it flow it flowing was just it would just be the icing on the cake for me, but not something that detracts detracts from my enjoyment of the songs. I will say her lyrics are amazing. Like she writes mm. great lyrics. Um I, so in, like, I didn't change my number. Yeah. They're some of the best. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, some of it borders on being unrelatable. Um, like something you, you pointed out, Jack, on, on Not My Responsibility, where you're sort of like, um, yeah, how would a normal person relate to this? How would a normal person relate to being in the social media public eye like that? And I think you see that across the album where um, she's sort of writing what she knows and what she knows is sort of being this pop star that's in the public eye and yeah it's just strays a little bit on being unrelatable there's, there's going to be so few people right that have that experience of her age because yeah. she's like 19 right and she got famous when she was like 16 yeah mad I, that, I, I, I remember it um at the time when like when she was coming out because her style of clothing was super like baggy and like really like 90s mm. hip hoppy and I remember seeing her and being like oh that's weird that's not what I thought she'd look like but that's fine like because the back then I'd only had the acoustic stuff I was expecting like a, a more clean uh, apparel look at but yeah <clears throat> got that and I remember interviews where like people are only talking about her clothes and then yeah, what that's... she would look like under her clothes and I'm thinking like Jeez. It's you've if 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 that was if that was a man sat there. Yeah, yeah, it wouldn't, in, it wouldn't in the same up. clothes, in baggy jeans and a like big letterman sports jacket. If fifty cent comes in dressed like that, <clears throat> you know, the interview's going not gonna be even thinking about it at all, yeah. Yeah. I guess that comes back to yeah, not my responsibility, right? That's that's kind of her response to that track. But yeah, completely completely agree. I think I think it's it's frustrating because I think she I've seen her say before that she dresses like that or dress like that to not draw attention to things apart from music. You know, it's so, you know, I guess she did it like when she was young to avoid being like sexualized. Um, but it's a shame that like there are people or like press that yeah. are like saying, oh, why are you dressing like this? And they're pulling it back to, which goes the opposite of what she wants, <laughs> you know, or it becomes yeah. like a, a point of contention. Um, that is so a it's wise frustrating, you can't, you can't win, right? That's uh, a wise yeah. decision to make at like 16, 17. I wouldn't have been able to make that decision. Like, I want to be taken seriously, so I'm, I'm going to dress a certain way. I'm pretty sure all the decisions I made when I was 16 were to not be taken seriously. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I've changed all of them now, I'd be so happy. Uh, I, I keep comparing... Sorry to interrupt, but I no, keep comparing no. her to Tyler because that's the only other person I could think of who was that famous at that age and, like, what they were going through. So, like, mm. in this album, it, it's just brimming with sexual energy. That's one thing I got from it. Oxytocin. Say again? Or Earl. Or Earl. Earl. Earl from Odd Future. Just, just. Oh, oh just, sweatshirt. Just, it it did no, sound like he was going, Earl. Uh, uh. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no, no, I, I, I just, I, I just, I just say Earl because he was a bit younger, right? He was like the youngest uh, in the crew. So it, uh, would have been, it would have been a comparable age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, just someone who blew up and then had to had to have social media i mean we have the option to have social media she has to otherwise people are going to be saying shit about her and she's got no way to respond i guess but yeah brimming with sexual energy billy bossa nova such a hot and steamy song 
um, which she wrote with her brother, which is a bit weird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oxytocin as well. And yeah, it's just all through the album. And you, it's probably because she's a teenager. Yeah. I mean, she's um, had like, just, uh, like quite a few tracks on that sort of uh, like lyrical path, that lyrical area, which I did. Like, I, I had the same reaction when I found out her brother was the producer. But I guess like in a way, they're obviously more mature about that than I am because I thought about it and I was like, oh, that's super weird. But obviously to them, it's not. Yeah. Like, it's part Actually, of the job. I, th- I, think, I think they're just like, uh, from again, from little that I've read, I think they're just like a super close, like open family, which is good. Yeah. So you see that both of them seem to have a level head on the, on themselves. When I was 16, 17, I was a fucking idiot. <laughs> so fair play, dealing with all of this, the, the you know, growing up on top of the pressure, the fame, all of and that. Touring. It's like, it's like it, yeah, touring, all of that, like, Fair play. You you yeah. gotta give both of them props for yeah. not being absolutely crazy and wilding out. You know, on on Billy Bossanova, by the way, I read an interview. There's a bit of a quirky story behind that. I think it's Billy Bossanova, which is like um, it's talking about like this like secret like love affair that's going on. Like that's sort of the undercurrent of the story of the song, mm. and she wrote it together with her brother because they would like be like backstage and like going around like alleyway alleyways and stuff of, of uh, venues as they were touring and they started to create this funny story of like oh we're like secret lovers we, we we're running off on these trysts back in the back of a house and stuff and that's sort of where well that's what she says the um the, if that made any sense i look like i thoroughly confused you had it <laughs> No, I just didn't know where you were going with it. Just because I, I didn't get, well, I haven't heard the story. The song, the song itself is like a hot and steamy love thing, where yeah. it's like, um, like a secret love affair. But right, trying to keep wrote, something, trying to keep something hidden, type thing. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. It, it comes from touring. It's basically right. a, a story. Well, that's what she said in an interview, anyway. All right. Uh, we spoke about a couple bits of trivia. Yeah, uh, you, you know, you know, I'm not the lyric guy, so I will, I will defer to you in, in pretty much every instance that we talk um, about lyrical content. So, any other points that you've got burning away that you need to get out before we move on to some top tracks? Because we've mentioned a couple already, and I'm quite eager to to hear what you guys are picking out. I'll take that yeah, second I mean, of you, silence you, as a you, no, you... Uh, Dennis. Top three tracks. Wait, did you did you have something to say, Hadi? No, no, that's all good. Yeah, yeah, do, do your yeah. tracks. That's all good. <clears throat> so my top track is My Future. Um, I do want to say I, I was completely blown away by the um, instrumentals uh, that, that uh, Phineas will put together. This one track, there's so many little bits to pay attention to. For instance, uh, just before the beat drops out, if you listen out for it, the hi-hats change. So the hi-hats are doing the 16th thing. And then just before the beat, stro- beat drops out, it just it goes to an eighth. So it's like... And it's like... And it just goes back. And then at the end of all of that, there's just a single tom. Just one tom. It goes back to... I think I think it was Jack who was saying it, or maybe it had been saying it, just how minimalist... The production is on this it's just one tom just boom and it, yeah. and it just echoes and it's, it's you just appreciate it so much and there's so many little bits of that uh in in uh, all of the productions um the other song that i my number two was overheated 
um, again, a great instrumental. And my last one was I didn't change my number. The last mm. 50 seconds of that is so good. Mm. You mean with like the super like abrasive synth that comes yeah. in? Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Did uh, you? Yeah, should I do mine? Did, did you hear um, My Future before listening to this album? Because it's been out for a while as a single. No. That's what I was wondering. No, because like I, yeah. I, it's a great track now, but it didn't even cross my mind to be best on the album because I've heard it so much that it wasn't like a fresh oh, right. so to my brain memory. Oh, so yeah, but yeah. So it. that's a great transition to what I was gonna. Yeah, I was gonna say that's a great transition to what I was gonna say because she, this she has dropped so many pre-release singles before this album came. Out. I'm pretty sure half the album has come out as singles beforehand. Yeah, and, so and I pretty much love all of them. Uh, there was another one. Yeah, the Therefore I Am video is pretty Your sick. power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Of it, kind of. Again, I don't, I don't, I don't want to say it's a criticism, but she dropped so many singles that I enjoyed, and and most of the singles ended up being my favourite songs that I didn't necessarily have a big wow moment because I was coming in this album knowing half of it and loving it. Um, but yeah, my future was actually one of my top tracks from our end of year Chris like Christmas oh, review. So for twenty twenty, it was like either first or second place on my lap track of the year. Oh, so, uh, And yeah, on this album, it, that doesn't change. I fucking loved it. Um, I think what I, what I said before was that this track sounded like, a, like a, a classic jazz song. Like, it was almost like she was covering like a like a, 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 uh, a jazz standard. Oh, yeah. But it's her own song. It just, it just had that timeless vibe. So I, I, I hear I, that. I, I fucking love that track. Uh, it might be my number one in the whole album. Uh Another one I really liked. I didn't change my number. Same as you, Dennis. Um, love the beat. Love the kind of jittery synth and the kind of uh, super like uh, distorted outro. Um, I think those tracks are perfect uh, example of like the personality that she shows in her voice. Um, just, just, just the way she says words and sentences is insane. Like, and 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 she always sounds like so close, like she's fucking whispering in your ear. It's so cool. Uh, and this track's like, yeah, probably the, the best example of that. And then the other one that I would say is my favorite is Lost Cause, which was another pre-release single. That has a cool video as well. Um, and, uh, you know, kind of same thing, a great use of a voice, great use of uh, dynamics going from like super close and dry to huge like reverb and you know uh you know between the chorus and the verse and a really catchy hook so yeah fuck fuck fucked with all of it though all of all of it bar two tracks nice Jack. uh if i hadn't i've got a couple of honorable mentions uh that i'll, I'll tack on to mine um i didn't change my number it has to be in there like yeah just the 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 tongue-in-cheek writing the delivery of it the the backing track that was like organ sounds the synth swirls with their phase effect on it like yeah it's just all of it you're using backing track in the way that dennis would <laughs> he's he's broken into my mind um <laughs> i don't think i said the word track you'll have to I? watch our old videos to backing? get that reference you I'll said, have to you watch said it. backing track i'll have to watch it back um but at least i have the excuse of i've slept three hours in the last uh 36 um I'm going to have to disagree with Dennis for my next one because Getting Older is one of the best tracks on this album. Uh, originally, so. when I first listened to it, I hated it. But hmm. That's the, more, the more I listened to it, I, re well, I think like what I realised that my expectation was in the wrong place 
and that gave me a jaded feel because after I listened to the album and I went back to it, it made so much sense in comparison to the rest of the album and it's so relevant to all of the sounds mm. that crop up later and all of the thematic material that comes back. It's such a good demonstration of her carrying a track with her singing ability as well. Like, yeah. all It's got all of these things working for Great. it. But I think that, that it works for it in the context of the album that it starts, which to me is is perfectly acceptable because it's the opening track of an album. It's like um, it's like Malibu, like the first track of the album sells the album by itself. It's great, but it's not as the, good. The yeah, when when you listen to it in the context of the whole yeah. album, it's on another level because of that. Uh, yeah, I, I completely see what you mean. I see. I like that track, but I thought it was a slow start. But I, I get mm. your points. You know, I think that's good because like it's setting you up. It doesn't for a really, give, it doesn't really give album. away. The whole album's a slow burn. Mm. Um, yeah, and then yeah, my last one, uh, Lost Cause, because I just heard like my I man. heard D'Angelo on the instrumental. I heard uh, Quest Love on the drums in that. I heard Amy Winehouse on the vocals. Like all of these fantastic sounds. Like you're saying, all of these like really jazzy, uh, funky, soulful sounds coming together in a in a more modern kind of uh, a bit rawer package. That's yeah, that's right up my street. That was a fantastic track. I don't we haven't actually spoken about uh, too much, but yeah, I loved it. It was easily my top three yeah, i would say no. sorry was... actually two honorable right. mentions as well because billy bossa nova was a fantastic yeah. track i couldn't put it in there though because it's like, like that. quirky it's not it's not super cheesy with it but i definitely like it because it's quirky and i want like tracks that are good regardless of how you'd measure them and like it's just, like, they go like oh it's a bossa nova track well let's make a boss you know what i mean it's like uh it's yeah. like like someone who isn't into jazz does jazz and they just put sevenths on everything um and then my future but i've i've heard it so many times i, I couldn't like like Hattie said i was i was just ready for it to happen when it happened it was just there fair play yeah okay i do want to notice one thing none of us have mentioned any of the acoustic tracks any of the acoustic led tracks weren't in our top 10 I like the majority of them, unlike you, but they weren't the they didn't represent the standout moments that, yeah, that gave yeah. me. Yeah, I didn't hate you know, them. Were, I should say, not my responsibility. I think is a decent track. You know, lyrically, it's a decent track. I just it some of the Haley's comment, your power, they just faded into the background for me. I some of these other you're... tracks just outshone them. I think it's if if you're if you're picking an album, if you're picking a song to be like, this is what you should listen to from this album you wouldn't pick like a really strict backtrack unless uh it's it's somebody who then like goes off vocally on top of it and has a real like yeah. diva range or something but this is like super super yeah, soft uh, stuff i would say so i'll, I'll go to you and say uh hattie hold that thought but <laughs> before we move on i will say happier than ever for me um I, I would recommend that if I knew a girl that was going through a breakup, right? Because that's such a good breakup song, right? It's got that one line. I do. You made me hate this city. Yeah, I can. I can just see that really relating. 
sorry, yeah. Hadi, what are you saying? The, the only thing I was going to say, if we if if we're doing honourable mentions, the one that we haven't talked about a lot, but I would also that would be like my number four would be uh, Goldling. So that uh, sorry, Goldwing. So that was the track that had the kind of choir church choir intro or at least first half i thought that was sick and then it went into a really choppy beat with like you know vocal charts that were like split up like that track was was the shit so like i said just because we haven't brought it up I, you know if anyone's watching um that uh, and you know what you want to check something out definitely listen to that one as well yeah it's almost edm yeah i think i think like i said just on the acoustic thing i think what we're saying like these these diversions into kind of strange genres that's kind of what i think is worth representing to someone that might not know him because you, you can just see how creative they are while the acoustic ones i think she does really well but they're more of a standard thing that you could get from other artists i don't know if you guys would agree but. yeah no absolutely like like i was saying any of the acoustic ones i think wolf alice could have uh, could have whipped something like that out but yeah uh, like you said at the beginning Hattie, some of these are just such a breath of fresh air to think that this is pop music Mm. Yeah, it's such a breath of fresh air. Hundred percent. Like such a granddad. I agree with you um, though, because I think like for someone who's so mainstream and popular, like it's it's a yeah, like I said, breath of fresh air. I, I wish there were more artists yeah. that were like pushing boundaries like this. I don't disagree. Oh, it was, it was just it was just the the phrasing of to think this is pop music. <laughs> giggle. <laughs> Um, okay, let's go to my favourite slash least favourite, depending how it goes, part, where we chuck it on the score <laughs> page. Uh, let's go Hattie first. What do you reckon? You're now, you're now doing a tactical choice of who goes, I, think, <laughs> I feel. Uh, okay, this is this is really difficult for me. I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to go fire. Uh, I think it it has enough tracks that I enjoy to to maybe push higher on a certain day, but I I think the the continuity and sequencing could have had a little bit of of work to maybe push it up. But uh, for me, it, it's a high fire. Um, I fucking love this, and definitely will come back to it uh, as well as you know the rest of her discography and whatever okay. she does next. Dennis. It is a high backpack from me. Um, there are so many songs on here that I love to death. Uh, yeah, didn't change my number, Billy Bossanova, love to death. But there's a decent number of songs on here that I just didn't care for at all. Uh, Your Power, NDA, Haley's Comet, just didn't care for it at all. Basically half the album. Basically, I loved half the album, and I didn't really care for half the album. So, if this was like an eight-track or like a ten-track album, it would have been a fire for me. But no, uh, because it's a sixteen tracks and only like half the tracks, it's a high backpack. You're, you're saying it's an album full of like half fires, half ribbons, and so you're forced to be yes, in the middle. Exactly. I get exactly you. I get you. There, there wasn't an in between, but it's it's your compromise. No. Strangely enough, actually, I would say Happier Than Ever is a bit of an in-between male fantasy. Well, actually, Therefore I Am, male fantasy is a bit meh. But mm. Happier Than Ever, Therefore I Am, I would say a bit in-betweens. Um, but yeah, other okay. than that, it fits into that. I'm not mad at that. I understand your reason. You've shown you're working out as a math teacher. <laughs> with, uh, enjoy. Um, I, I honestly... 
I feel a bit harsh putting it in Backpat, but I think that's where it deserves to be looking at the album in isolation. But the reason I think that's harsh is because when I look at the other Fire albums, I would listen to this over some of them. Like, I'd go back to this before I went back to Benny Banks. Or Gorillaz. Also Vincent Purcell. Benny Banks. Like you guys were. Benny the but Butcher. Hot on that. Yeah, that's what I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah I was wondering who Benny, <laughs> Benny Banks was. What? <laughs> was I sleepwalking through? What do I review? Um, Alton is rapping now. <laughs> I... I... I, I don't think I, I don't think I can put this in ribbon. I I just think it's I think it's better than everything else in uh, in in backpack. My uh, uh my sleep deprivation is catching up. I think this I think this is the bottom end of fire. I, d- I don't think it's um. I don't think it's as bad as any of the the ribbon albums. But I do agree with Dennis. If this was a ten track album. I wouldn't want to cut that many. If this was a 12-track album and mm. uh, it was sequenced in a more cohesive way, this is easily a fire album. Um, yeah. there's just I'd a, take yeah, 13 little, to 14. Little bits of, of, yeah. of dead. Do you say 13 to 14 tracks? That's what I would take. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, would, that would potentially push it up a tier for me with the sequencing thing that you would say. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, we've ended up on on fire. I think that's pretty fair. I can't even think anymore. I, I'm not even going to try and debate it. Let us know what you think in the comments. Do you think that this is a fire album? Do you think this is a backpack album? Do you think this is a ribbon? Or our very first trash? I think we need to start deliberately looking for some bad albums. Uh, to be fair, there's a couple I look now at ribbon that I'm surprised I couldn't push down there, but I guess Dennis so harsh. It's because all way. the albums we've been doing, it, obviously the artist has put so much effort in it. So it, it feels so harsh to put it as a trash. <laughs> I don't know about that Migos album. Though, uh, that's the one I'm looking at right now. That and Bicep. Uh, again, like some effort. stank eye. Like, there's a couple of tracks I liked off that, but when you say effort specifically, <laughs> that's where it's contentious. So, let us know in the comments where you put this album. Let us know in the comments if we need to move Bicep and Migos down into trash. Let me know. I will definitely reply if you uh, leave those comments because you'll get a full support and a like and everything. I might even pay you. Just leave the comment. I love it. Okay, if we'll see you guys next week, we're going to be looking at uh, Between the Buried and Me's new release, Colors 2. A brave name for an album. Hopefully it, uh, it can live up to the hype. All right, we'll see you then. Peace. Peace out. I am ecstatic, as you can probably tell from my face. I need a house remix of it. I wrote only one note for that song, and it was fucking hard OG. I will come over to your house and beat you up. I feel like Dennis is gonna throw some spanners in the works. People were triggered. What's wrong with you? Could I put this in? Mind blown.